Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. This is actually podcast number one out of our next 500. Uh, Who knows (laughs) what we're going to do? Last week, of course, we celebrated 500 podcasts of Growing in Grace, and so uh, we're moving on uh, to see uh, what the Lord has in store for us uh, right now and into the near future. Who knows how far this will go? We're kind of doing a different thing today. Uh, We got an early morning uh, recording session going on. I don't know if you can... Hear the birds chirping. And, oh, it's just a, just <laughs> Sounds a like they're bats day. in a cave. Just a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. They sound, they sound like vicious birds to me, man. <laughs> but it's a picture of a robin. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a robin out here who doesn't like me mowing the yard near her nest, but... Uh, She's never attacked me or anything before, but yeah, so podcast number 501, today is the first day of the rest of our lives, I guess, right? (laughs) I guess you could put it that way. First day of the rest (laughs) of the podcast, first day of the rest of our lives, and you know, the first 500 went by like a breeze, right? You know? (laughs) Breeze man? Yeah, you know, people always, um, we get comments every once in a while, you know, when we mention, you know, who knows how long we're going to go you know don't stop don't stop don't stop doing the podcast and you know it's like we don't have any plans you know we don't have any plans to stop uh, we don't have any plans to continue we, we just do it <laughs> and and it goes on it's like we were saying last week you know we never had plans to really build a ministry here we never really had plans to go 10 years or 500 podcasts but it is a beautiful you know the thing that Cap and I, what we really like about this is just being able to sit down together and chat about the grace of God. Over the years, we've learned so much just by talking things out, and sometimes by going back and listening to the things we've said, it's like, wow, God's grace is just so amazing. And uh, the whole point of this thing is, is encouragement in the gospel of God's grace and love and peace, and that's really what we're about here, however long uh, we end up going. Yeah, I mean, you know, Forrest Gump, he just, he didn't plan on running all those miles either. You know, he just put on some shoes and went down the highway and just kept running and developed some people who followed along with him. And then all of a sudden, he just quit. He just quit. I mean, I mean, and, and all those people that were following him were like, hey, well, now what are we going to do? You know, so we don't want to do that to you. We don't want to leave you in that position. We'll but if we're not here next week, that's what happened. <laughs> forgive us if that's what yes. happens please we need forgiveness all right so class today's topic <laughs> about grace is forgiveness all right that's our topic we're not too topical around here we're just trying to focus on things related to the gospel but i'm reminded joel of a letter we received a while back from somebody it was a pretty long one but the title i think in the email was have i gone too far to be forgiven. And she had this long email uh, describing the, the pain and agony that she had gone through in her life, wondering desperately if she had crossed a line with God 
from which she could never return. And her fear and concern, unfortunately, was due to some Bible teaching she heard on the radio. It hardly left her with a crumb of blessed assurance. She described this fear that she was enveloped with, doubting her salvation, and she said it's a blackness that she couldn't describe. She was filled with hopelessness and despair. She wondered if God had abandoned her. Has he already left, was one of her questions. And these are the kinds of things that no Christian should have to be going through, wondering these kinds of things and living in that kind of fear when it comes to their position in Christ and the forgiveness that comes from God through Jesus Christ. Yeah, really, I think it, a lot of it comes from a misunderstanding, and, and it's I can understand why uh, the gospel is so misunderstood, because in many churches, and, and as we say many times, we're not putting down the church. You know, People believe what they believe, either because it's what they've been taught, usually, uh, and they just haven't really looked into the, the truth, or for whatever reason. I, I think it's rare that somebody really has an agenda. It's, it's, it's out there, for sure. People have an agenda to uh, put people under bondage, but for the most part, people just don't understand what the Bible really says. You know, for example, Jesus said after after John three sixteen, you know the famous verse for God so loved the world. Uh, the next verse, John three seventeen, for God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. That's why Jesus came. He didn't come wagging a bony finger at people saying repent or else in other words you know change your behavior we talked about that a few weeks ago by the way the meaning of the word repent means to change your mind and believe the good news well jesus that's why he came he came with good news god was in christ reconciling the world to himself not counting their sins against them and so that's why we uh, proclaim this this uh, forgiveness uh, that was uh, that God provided for us on our behalf through nothing that we've done, but all through the the finished work of Jesus, the the blood of Jesus. Yeah, so we've got this situation now with this blood. As Andrew Farley was on our podcast uh, probably a couple months ago, if you want to look that up at yeah, growingingrace.org. Yeah, early March 2015. Um, yeah, okay, good. And so he, he pointed out that this is... This is not an apology-based economy that we're in. It's a blood-based economy. It was the blood of Jesus Christ that would take away sins. And and remember what God said about the coming new covenant when he, he spoke it through Jeremiah, and then later it was repeated in the book of Hebrews chapter 8. I will be merciful to their iniquities. It's talking about the coming new covenant, the one that we're in now. I will be merciful to their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. So the question I would have as we move forward with this, Joel, is are we to continue to seek forgiveness as believers in Christ? Are we to, are we to continue to seek forgiveness from God regarding sins that he says he remembers no more? <laughs> isn't, isn't that something else? Do, do we ever really think about that? This new covenant, you know, Hebrews uh, clearly says... It actually recalls the Old Testament prophecy that, that prophesied about, the, the at that time, the coming new covenant, and it said that God would remember their sins no more. And so when we're going around asking God to continually forgive us again and again and again, we're asking him to forgive us for something he's already forgotten. Again, it was through the blood of Jesus, a couple of verses at least, or several verses, Hebrews 
It's all over Hebrews, and then this blood economy, and then uh, Colossians 1.14 says, We have, in, in whom, talking about Jesus Christ, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Paul had said a similar thing in Ephesians 1. He says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us all. And the thing to remember there is that if we think it's about our apologies, if we think it's about our feeling bad or feeling sorry for our sins, and there's nothing wrong for feeling bad when we've messed up. It's natural. It's normal. Uh, we do things that, man, that, that hurt somebody or that hurt ourselves or it, it was perhaps lawful but not expedient, not helpful, you know, that type of thing. We do things, and there's nothing wrong with feeling bad about it because we want to turn around and say, hey, that was stupid, I want to move on. But it's not our feeling sorry for our sins that forgives us. It's the blood of Jesus, which was shed 2,000 years ago, through which we've been forgiven. Nothing less than the blood of Jesus. Again, it's not my confession. It's not my apology. It's not my feeling sorry. It's not even my making amends with somebody. It's the blood of Jesus and nothing else. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got so many good passages of Scripture that describe us as people in Christ who are forgiven something that has already occurred, not something that will occur, but something that has already occurred. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting us to the message of, of reconciliation. So, God isn't remembering our sins anymore. The Bible declares, uh, even in the Old Testament, looking ahead to the New, that he has thrown our sins as far as the east is from the west. That's in an infinite line because east and west never meet. If you start going one direction, you'll never be going the other. He's no longer dealing with us according to our sins. And here we find that he doesn't count them against us. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? So he doesn't count them against us. He's forgotten them. He doesn't remember them anymore. John said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world... So they've been taken away. God's forgotten them. <laughs> They're not there anymore. And so we can rest assured that we have this um, righteousness from God that is a gift. You know, see, forgiveness was kind of the prerequisite. It, you know, it's, I've heard people put it this way, because being forgiven is one thing, and it's good, but we couldn't have received this righteousness, this justification that we have, apart from the forgiveness uh, that we received in Jesus Christ. So being forgiven is wonderful. And see, see, that's the thing. We've received this new life in Christ, and that is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week, 365-day-a-year thing. We're always righteous no matter what we do because it's, we've received it as the gift of God. And so how can we say, if we're righteous, that we need to be forgiven some more? It's a, it's a once-for-all thing. That once-for-all sacrifice is uh, the thing through which we've been forgiven. And I know many people, you know, talk, and we'll have to maybe pick up on this next week because people think about 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, God is faithful to forgive us. Jesus said that if you don't forgive other people their sins, God won't forgive you. 
these are some questions, these are some passages that people have questions about, and I think we'll try to cover those um, next week. And I don't know, without about, with about a minute or so left here, Cap, do you have any final thoughts for this week? Well, 1 John 3, 5, you know that Jesus appeared in order to take away sins. This was a noun, by the way, the sin condition that we inherited through Adam. And in him, there is no sin. So let's ask ourselves this question before we move forward, because how you answer this question will determine what you believe about God's forgiveness, and that is this. Was Jesus successful in what he came to do, or did he fail? Your answer will determine what you believe about God's forgiveness on that. Um, Are you in him? Is he in you? Is there sin in Christ? The answer is there's no sin in him. In him there is no sin. So if you're in him and he is in you, it's time to connect the dots and realize what God's forgiveness means for you today, that it is a completed work. Yeah, you know, Colossians uh, 2.13, And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made you alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. And the way that he did that was he wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. He has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. And so we can rest assured that in Christ, we have complete and total forgiveness. We'll move on with uh, some more of these other uh, questions and uh, hopefully giving some, uh, some good answers that help people next week, right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.